Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Ryback Show Live. I am the big guy, Ryback. Happy Saturday, ladies and gentlemen. Happy October. Happy Chucky season. We've got the new Chucky series coming on USA here. I think it's already, is it started or is it now? Uh, but uh, looking forward to that. A big fan of, of the Chuckster with all of that. Streaming live, guys, over on Instagram and TikTok, the big guy, Ryback22. I appreciate you guys who tune in even for a brief period for the lives uh, on here. Streaming live as always, Ryback TV on YouTube, Ryback Rules on Twitch, and at Ryback on Twitter up for a bit with all of that, guys. This is available on all podcast platforms. iTunes reviews are greatly appreciated if you've got a few spare moments, uh, spare moment to, to go over there to, to, to leave a review. The big guy, me being the big guy, says thank you in advance with that. This show, this podcast is brought to you by my Feed Me More Nutrition, my premium supplement line sweetened with stevia into monk fruit, no harmful artificial sweeteners or colors, vegan friendly for men and women, he, she, and the on feedmemore.com. You can save 20% with discount code RYBACKSHOW20. That's 20% off with discount code RYBACKSHOW20 at the end of the checkout process on feedmemore.com. And this month also, we are also giving you guys a free bottle of our Brain Feed Memory and Focus Support. If you like Alpha Brain by Onnit, you're going to love Feed Me More Nutrition's Brain Feed. And it's not $79.99 a bottle like uh, Alpha Brain. It's $34.99. But one bottle is yours free. It's a free gift for buying the best supplements on the planet or all the new Ryback merch. I'm wearing the Always Hungry 
Ryback shirt right here. We've got a ton of merch. The only gains is our, our number one seller. And guys, you can, you can see on YouTube here, we have the, the store with all the supplements and all the merchandise available on the YouTube store where you can directly check out. You don't even have to go to feedmemore.com to buy the Feed Me More Nutrition supplements and all the merchandise or the accessories. So check that out here on Ryback TV, direct access for you guys on there, as well as TikTok. If you go and subscribe to my app, Feed Me More Nutrition on TikTok, you can check out on TikTok. You can literally make your purchases right there on the app, and, and you don't even have to go to feedmemore.com. So check all of that out, guys. Instagram will not approve uh, me for uh, even merchandise, even though everyone else is allowed to have uh, merchandise but uh, I'm not allowed to even sell merchandise on Instagram because of the connection with everything going on with all the WWE legal stuff, which we will talk to about that, I guess, a little bit. Might as well. The deposition is set for this week and uh, with that. And we'll see. They uh, We're waiting to see. They, they wanted a two-week extension uh, so their attorney could get married, in which you told them uh, F off and because uh, they've delayed. They've wasted so much of my time. And, uh, and, and I'm just sick of all the BS and we're going to push forward. So if they don't get approved for the uh, extension for two weeks, uh, we'll be having that deposition, which I'll get to see that piece of trash face to face. They're one of their attorneys, which I, I cannot wait. Uh, they have to actually come to Vegas and do the deposition here. And, uh, I am going to just, it's, I can't tell you how nice it's going to be to treat them, how I'm going to treat them in person with that. And, uh, zero respect and i will do what i have to do to get through that deposition professionally um but they are going to know that i don't like them and uh, i don't like anything that they represent that pure evil and i've been waiting for this for this day for some time so looking forward to seeing you kurt you cunt <laughs> the uh that's one of the names of the christopher and, and kurt the, the two cunts <laughs> But uh, so, yeah, we'll see. It, it might be delayed until the end of the mid end of October. Um, but as of now, I'm ready. I've been ready. And uh, we'll see what happens with all of that. But they've uh, they've dragged their feet uh, enough and they'll either settle under my under my terms and conditions uh, or I'm going to win it. And, and it, it is it is over and there's no talking to me. So we will uh, we'll see. We'll see what. uh old Polsky is going to do here under their quote unquote new leadership. And, uh, but I, like I said, and I put out a tweet on it, it's like, you know, balls in his court. I've said what I've needed to say, said, I said what I needed to say through the attorney and all that. And, um, they, they've been, they've, they've done nothing but drag their feet and again, BS and lies with what they said. And, uh, as far as I've seen, nothing has changed. So I'm a, we'll just handle it will win it because they are not winning it. They are losing and they know they're going to lose, which is why they want to settle. And, uh, but we'll see how bad they really want to settle with all of it when it's all said and done. All right, guys, let's jump into the show this week. I'm in my 24 hour fast. I'll be breaking that tonight. I got to go get my shoulder worked on later. I've got to do, I did all my morning work. I've got my office back. I've moved everything into the podcast studio. I've got my office downstairs. Cause one, I, I mentioned it before because I had an office upstairs. I turned one of my my guest rooms because I have I have three guest rooms upstairs, and uh, they were all three bedrooms well, uh, for the dogs. <laughs> but uh, three fully furnished uh, guest rooms, and I turned one of them into uh, 
into into an office and I'd watch like the UFC pay-per-views up there and and all that. But I've got everything. I go, why don't I just keep everything, have my whole office and podcast studio where I can do all my work because I do all my work in the morning and it's a pain in the ass to go up and down the stairs with the dogs or with Sophie. And like, and I, and I like to be near the kitchen. I always like to have a bottle of water or a coffee or a decaf coffee and working upstairs and then coming downstairs and like, cause the dogs that take them to go to the bathroom or I've got to go make food. And I'm like, this is right next to my kitchen. I've got everything and it's more than big enough. And I've got, so I've got a whole other computer desk behind me with my, with my PC and all my, my work stuff. I got to bring a filing cabinet down and put that over on the side over here. But, uh, and it's hard to see, obviously you can just, I've always had this set up and, uh, and I've got all the podcast stuff up against the wall, which is all that I need, uh, here. And even if I had people on the show, there's more than, I've got the chairs and the microphones and I've got the whole setup. So, but uh, for how we do the show right now, and I was just like, this is just so much better. And plus too, and like last night I was watching too, I, I had a little bit of, uh, uh, I had a few Mick Ultras last night for my, my wine night was beer night and uh, watching some Kevin Nash click this podcast, my favorite show by far. Uh, I could listen to that all day long. And I was just watching one from the other to the other and uh, I go, man, this is addictive. The uh, he's such a great storyteller, and it is such great insight on different things, and and uh, and, and just knowing him personally, and and, and talking to him, and and uh, I'm happy he's doing the podcast because he's him and that guy, the Sean Oliver, they're they're highly entertaining, and I, I recommend if you haven't listened to the Click This podcast, uh, free plug over here on the Ryback Show, check it out. Uh, yes. The White Rabbit, someone saying the White Rabbit is Ryback. I'm going to, spoiler alert, guys, I am not the White Rabbit. Uh, it is just hilarious to me um, because I made a thing I, like a week ago and it made a few people upset. They they really, really pissed off where they sent some pretty, pretty mean messages. <laughs> so I go, oh, this is going to upset some people. I'm going to put a white little rabbit in all my my, my social media and just keep just keep putting it out there. And then I've noticed now. I think, of course, the uh, dirt, dirt sheets. Some of them goofs have uh, picked up on it, and uh, and it just it's just funny to me. I'm literally not the white rabbit. I will never be the white rabbit. I think we all know it's, it's not not me. And uh, but there are some that still want to go that like think that like you know. But it's just I do things. If you've not realized, I sarc sarcasm is is my second language, and uh, which apparently to this day uh, a portion, a minority of the the wrestling fan marked uh, haven't figured that out. So, and uh, they just think I have mental a mental illness. I, I've seen that from I've got I saw a post yesterday from my tweet on my deposition where somebody goes, mental illness is no joke. And like, they were just trying to like, just, and I'm just, I looked at their thing and I go, Oh, that person 100% is suffering from mental illness. And uh, <laughs> uh, I don't think the guy that's, that's doing everything I'm doing is suffers from mental illness, but Hey, to each their own with all of that. But I'm not the white rabbit guys. And I know some of you may think that like, Oh, he's just saying that to throw us off. I'm no, I, I legitimately not the white rabbit. I am simply trolling the trolls. 
I've I've heard inside sources the White Rabbit is going to be uh, is going to be. Uh, how did I I forget his name? I'm thinking of uh, Adam Rose. I was, I was I kept wanting to say Leo Kruger. Uh, it, it's going to be the return of, of of Adam Rose with Bad Bunny performance. That's that's what it's leading up to. I've no doubt, no doubt. Anybody else, it can't be. It's not Bray Wyatt. <laughs> Can you imagine? Do you think people would be disappointed if 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 Adam Rose? It was the return of Adam Rose with with the Bunny and and with uh, a, a hit performance by Bad Bunny, playing him out to the ring. Man, I'm all in. All in, take my money. I love a huge. I love Adam Rose, Leo Kruger, whatever character. He's a hell of a guy, man. He was. Uh, he could. He. Could. I never understood. I always thought they should have done. You had. I've talked about this before. I. I don't understand this. They had uh, PJ Black, which was Justin Gabriel, and Adam Rose, Leo Kruger, on the WWE roster. They have a legitimate history together. They know each other. They got they got along from all accounts that I knew. They're both from South Africa. They both have cool accents. They both know how to wrestle. They both know how to work. They're both they were both good guys. They 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 could have had a South African tag team of these two guys together for their entire they could have just keep them together their entire career. At some point you could you could split them off. But like you you it's something completely unique that they've ne never been done before from South two South African white guys as a tag team with cool accents, cool moves. I, I never understood. I go that that would have been the 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 go to uh, of like, hey, we don't have anything like this. That that all of South Africa will love these guys. You have you have something that represents a little bit of everything, right? Instead, it's like we. Didn't didn't acknowledge any of it and didn't do anything like that. And but hey, that's the that's the way the the cookie crumbles, as they say. But your questions, guys. Super chats are brought up on the screen. Super chats are greatly appreciated. It contribute spit it out, Junior. Contributing to the Ryback Show. And my legal fund, my Starbucks coffee money, and uh, my my shoulder uh, massage money as well. You're just contributing to feed me more LLC. It all it all is under the LLC, so it is uh, all greatly appreciated on that. But you guys are the co-host of this show, and uh, your questions will be answered by yours truly. Health, fitness, supplementation, mindset, pro wrestling, and anything and everything in between. And I will try to TikTok and, and Instagram. If I do see something occasionally, the, the chats go pretty fast on there. Uh, I, I will try to get to, to your deal. Uh, somebody goes, ride back. I think WWE should reduce uh, pay-per-view events. Excuse me. They're called premium live events. Pay-per-views, dead pal. Premium live events. Right back. I think WWE should reduce premium live events from 8 to 12. 
Growing up, it was only four. Then when Bischoff went once a month, they copied. Time to reduce it again. What do you think? Uh, so you, you, you correct, it would be reducing it from 12 to eight um, is what I believe you're trying to say. And, you know, uh, no, I like 12. And I tell you why I like, I like 12 as a talent. And I think, I think though, if you, you, and it gives more people an opportunity to be featured. And I think if you look at the UFC, UFC runs the big pay-per-views once a month, right? But you don't, they have different cards, every, everyone. You never have the same person on, on, on consecutive cards because fighters only fight two or three times a year. If that, some of them just once a year, right? So why can't the, the WWE pay-per-view format stay at 12, but just here's what you got to do. You've got to actually invest storylines in other talent. And then you can, in people, it's better, it creates better paydays for the talents and more interest from the fans. And it allows them to see the, 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 how many views, because you know, people aren't necessarily buying, they're buying Peacock, but they could see the views of what talents are getting on these cards. And you're going to have the certain people that will be on the majority of them, right? And I understand that. And that's pro wrestling. And I would want that being in, in that role. And I was on pretty much everything. I missed very few pay-per-view premium live events, whatever. I was always really grateful that I was always figured in to all of that, right? But but like for the most part, with that, you could you could use that, the 12 format, to feature different talents at different at various times and get a gauge on the interest based off the views of those storylines and those talents. And then you go, okay, maybe this talent, this one didn't really didn't draw as well as this, but it gives you some analytics on different people, right? Because it's really tough too with ratings and on TV, and, and you never, and, and it's really difficult sometimes to tell who's who's doing what off TV, even though you can off of patterns over time. Off one, a one-off is really hard to gauge. You know, like say, oh, the, this segment gained five hundred thousand viewers. Yeah, that's a plus in that, but but you need to look at that those people involved over a, a period of time to really see are they really are you know what I mean? Or was it just particular that time and that segment and the, that group of people involved? Or you know, there's a lot of factors that go into that. But I think doing using that with the premium live events and featuring different storylines and different talent, you know, hey, we've got the 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 bloodline deal, right? That's the biggest thing going on. But maybe the bloodline deal, you don't want that being featured on every single one if there's not a strong enough story month to month based off what's going on. And so maybe it's, hey, you're going with this story with with, with, with Dominic Mysterio in, 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 in Judgment Day and Edge. But that's the feature one for the next event. And you can kind of, whatever it is. But there's, I think that gives a way to, to disperse things a little bit and get some good analytics on on other talents and seeing you know what people are buying into and what they're not but from a talent standpoint i as a pro wrestler and being in support of pro wrestlers want 12 premium live events a year because it creates bigger paydays for the talents as opposed to the eight you're now taking away an opportunity of of, of eight to nine ten matches depending on the event uh four extra times a year, uh, which is, which is going to lower pay.
Super chat. Ragav Chalwas. Chal, Chalwia. Chalwa, sorry. A Ryback show regular. How to get on the Ryback show. LOL. Hope you're well. Thank you very much, buddy. Yeah, I haven't had anybody, uh, I haven't done a chat with a with a with a Rybacker here in a while, or anti-Rybacker, depending on the deal. But uh, you never know. Never, never say never. You never know when I'm gonna get a wild hair up my ass and want to bring somebody on. Uh, we have somebody given another spoiler alert saying that Ryback will come back at the Royal Rumble, win it and challenge Roman. That is, you've, 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 you have, you have figured out the code. You've figured it out. It's going to happen. Cody Rhodes is, everyone's going to be anticipating Cody Rhodes return at the Royal Rumble. And it's going to, we're going to get this elaborate package. They're going to do the, the, the U2, uh, it's a beautiful day, uh, montage with Cody, like training and coming back from the pec tear. Everyone's going to be anticipating Cody Rhodes coming back at WrestleMania to fulfill his dream of becoming the WWE champion. And in that, they're going to get ready and on his entrance, going to the music, everything. And the, 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 the thing is going to come rising up with the smoke and nothing is going to be there. And then it's going to be an awkward delay. Right. And people are going to be just like, what is going on? Where's Cody camera cuts to the back. Oh my God, what is going on? Where's Cody Rhodes? We all have been wanting Cody Rhodes, in which we see Cody Rhodes laid out with a pool of blood in the back, and we just hear a loud smash. And then with that, with that, we hear Fergie's Hungry, that song by Fergie, The Hungry. And it's just in a bunch of smoke, and that Hungry song is playing in the arena, and the lights fade, and everybody's confused. What is going on? What is this Hungry stuff? In which then everything quiets down. The steel cage opens like a lion ready to feast, in which we hear those three magic words. Feed me more. People are losing their shit. The return of Ryback. I took out Cody. I took his spot. I'm going to WrestleMania to dethrone Roman. Screw the rock. And then everything. And then just printing money from there. Spoiler, you have figured it out right here and there on the Ryback show. Thank you very much for spoiling my big return, you asshole. Jesus. Can't anything keep a secret anymore in this day and age? Can we, guys? What else we got going on? Um, uh, uh, Omos is trying to imitate your story, Ryback. It's very possible. I tell you, I saw Omos uh, do the two-on-one handicap match. And, uh, man, I tell you, and another, it, it's, it's very hard to do that once you've gone and wrestled the main roster and then they do that and he, and he gets beat by Lashley and that's all good and dandy, but then it's like, they go back and it's like, they've done this with, they did it with, with Braun at a time too, after he was wrestling people. And then like, even though Braun got over his Braun doing the, the, the one, the squash matches, uh, and they did it in a little different way with him with that. But in, to go back now with Omos and to, to, to do that, I saw the two-on-one match on Monday with him. Um, it's fine. I always viewed that there was a way to use my creativity to try to figure out how I could make those as much of a train wreck and do as much cool feats of strength. And Because people knew I was taking on two guys half my size 
and whatnot and, and then doing the double stack and uh, doing that all the time and, and you know, high-pressured situations, but putting a massive effort into it and taking quite a bit of chances and risk very early on. And it paid off uh, greatly with that. But I think it's like it's when you just do those, you got to put – and he's probably just doing what he's told and whatnot, but it's a great opportunity to really do some really cool things, and you can get really, really over if you do them right. Right. And and I, I just think and what I saw Monday is I don't know if that I, I I hope if he continues to do that, that um that he's able to uh to do some creative things, being the size that he is and uh cause some real destruction, he could get over if 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 he has the right people in his ear, uh, you know, and, and whatnot on it. But it's difficult to go once you've wrestled and then to go back and then to start doing that, but it's not impossible. You just have to really, really put some thought and effort into it and, uh, and get people, you can get people to forget what happened in the past pretty quickly. If you, if you can cause some pretty big destructive moments on, on TV. Uh, top, uh, she says, I really do wish you would come back, but I know you don't want to. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, you don't know jack shit. <laughs> I don't know if what, what, what you've been watching or what you think and, and what I've done to get my health back, but I'm, I'm glad that you have it all figured out and know that I don't want to go back to wrestling. Even though I've said the complete opposite from day one and everything and been transparent on everything. I'm glad you've got it figured out, my man, and know that I don't want to come back to wrestling. But I'm glad you want me to. Jeez Louise, man. You tell the people straight up and they still find a way. Oh, I know you don't want to come back to wrestling. Uh, MJF would be more over if he had hires you as a bodyguard instead of Stokely. uh, Stokely, I don't know, is it Hathaway? And the firm, such a dumb group of wrestlers. Someone says, "Yeah, everyone has their opinion on uh, uh, the way that things uh, should go." You know, you gotta. I don't. I do think you know with AEW, and I've talked about it on the last week or two. Is uh, and I watched a bit of Dynamite this week. Um, you know, I, I I really think you need to keep a. a the same people on the show, not on, not every week, but I think you need to, you need to put some fresh faces on here and there. I would like to see personally, you want your stars on the show, like the people with the contracts with, you know, I want to see Christian on the show every week. I want to see Miro on the show every week. I want to see, uh, you know, you got, you got MJF who's being used, you know, every week. I want to see Wardlow on the show every week. Um, Moxley, Brian Danielson, they're on the show with I want to see Cesaro every week. I want to see all these guys every week or the majority of weeks on the show. Uh, and outside weeks off here and there with that, but the majority of the time you want these faces on in, in different ways and figuring out things to keep them on. And if I'm a talent for AEW, I want to be on dynamite as much as possible, you know. I don't understand. I've said it again. Wardlow needs to be on dynamite every single week. He was, he was, he had everything going with the MJF stuff. And it just is, I haven't seen him. I, and I watched that show. I don't watch it 
beginning to end, but I go and I see, and I go, was he on the show this week? And they, no, is he on the show this week? No. And I'm like, I, I don't, you know, you've got to have, you know, when you watch a TV show every week, you know, uh, and, and I'm trying to think, uh, you know, Game of Thrones, whatever it is, you, you Breaking Bad, Sons of Anarchy, you have your main players, right? You want to see those main players in some way, shape, or form every single week with that. You don't have your stars off for a month or two months, and then you just pick back up. You know, it doesn't work. It does not work. And I, I'm not – that is one thing. I'm not involved. That It's just my opinion, but I think – and then you – I think, you know, hey, you wanted to see – check some new people out. Give them – give two random people, you know – you want start the show off with a like WCW used to do the cruiserweight matches, right? And it would feature, hey, maybe use that as a segment for people that are aren't as known. Go out and give them fifteen minutes, uh, maybe twenty on a two-hour show, 15, 12, 15, to go out there and go have a match and right and see and, and get every week see what people are tuning into on that. Get some analytics on the new people, and then. But you can then figure out, okay, this guy, we need to maybe start trying to figure in a little bit here with that, with with our other, with our big names, with the big followings on social media, right? And then it just needs to be, I don't know, when you see people getting more TV time that that are that people don't know than the ones that people know that have proven themselves, and, and not not that like, and that are not like past their prime, that are in their prime. That I, I I don't understand, and it's not it's not not my show. It's not I don't have the I don't know what the the reasoning for it could be or would be, but it seems like a lot of people aren't happy under this that structure. And again, there's are there are only so many spots. But man, if I'm paying people big money, they're on TV every week. I'm figuring out a way to sell as much merchandise as much action figures, TV every week, plugging them, them plugging their stuff on social media. And like, I want those people figured, figured in. And but I, I just think it's a little different mentality than, than what we've seen. Super chat coming up here. Let me get to that super chat. Uh, Nolan Bennett, thank you very much. The 1999 Super Chat coming in hot, Nolan. Coming in hotter than a Nolan Ryan fastball. Good afternoon, big guy. Much respect. I am 25 years old, six foot five. You're a big guy. And over the past year, I've gone from 415 to 268 as of this morning. Congratulations. That is a, a monster amount of weight to lose. How should I eat and work out in order to solidify muscle-wise and shed the rest of the fat? Well, I don't know if you are working out. Uh, I would imagine you have to have obviously changed your diet drastically. And I would imagine you have to have been doing something cardio-wise or in some, I don't know necessarily weight training, but cardio-wise at the least to lose that amount of weight. Um, what I would do is, if you've not lifted weights, and I'm going here off of little information, if you could plug it more into the into the comments, you don't have to pay anything. I'm just, uh, it, it would help. Three to five days a week, depending on your schedule. 
getting in. And I think you need to, you know, I do have on my feedmemore.com, we have my, my feed me more uh, maximum size and strength program with that, which is it all has workouts and everything in there. And, and what I have used, and there's variations from the four to six rep range to the 10 to 12 uh, rep range on that, uh, where you don't have to necessarily train uh, as heavy if, if, if you're not able to, or don't want to. Uh, it's just, and it outlines, outlines why that way of training works so well in, in the majority of people, but also the 10 to 12 rep ranges, same thing if you could do it, it, it but it can be a little less stress on the, on the joints and tendons over time. And, and some people, I, like I go back and forth to give my body a break here and there on that stuff. Uh, but I would recommend, I know that that's going to give you the, the right guidance to get going on that. And it has uh, workout, the workout, different workouts and workout routines in there which I think you could mix and match and make your own program out of that or follow it, the ones that we have. Um, but I think you need to start going three to five days a week. You know, you want it 45 minutes to an hour if you can uh, on top of your cardio or conditioning. And we have cardio and conditioning stuff in there as well, the program in there with that as well. Um, I just think you need to, everything works and nothing works. The key is going to be finding something in, in learning. If you need to go get a trainer, this is where, you know, you join a gym and you get a trainer for a couple months or a few months if you can, right, and, and learn the exercises if you've never done them. So you're by a trained professional and hopefully you find a good trainer because there's a wide array. But usually the gyms, the, if you go to a, like a major franchise gym and they have trainers, typically it, they, they should be decent to at least give you the to, uh, some knowledge on what to get going. And once you get to a point that you're comfortable, you don't have to use them anymore with that. But I do think trainers are very beneficial in that regard to people that just don't know or don't know where to start. And it can get you moving. And the key is going to be consistency in just going in, in whatever it is that you can do and in growing and, and trying to improve upon that over time. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, what's your go-to eat spot in Summerlin? Uh, I don't, man, Summerlin, I went to high school at Palo Verde up there my senior year. I haven't eaten, I, I, I mean, I live I live uh, about 30 minutes from, from Summerlin, give or take, depending on what part. Um. I don't even, I honestly don't even know. I'd have to look, obviously now in being plant-based and eating the majority of my food vegan outside of my eggs. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think of, of restaurants that are even up there in Summerlin. That I, I'd have to look, man. I don't know. I don't have, I don't have like a favorite spot, I would say, like based off of just Summerlin. Someone says, uh, I've been beating myself up because I'm not as strong as most members of my family. And my mom tells me not to talk like that and that uh, she's one of many people I've gotten my positivity from. I am thinking that way because of my mindset. I mean, yeah, I guess it depends on and you're not as strong as other uh, members of your family, 
you know, I can understand it depending on how large your family is. And if you have a family like a brothers and, you know, and different things and uh, you're the, I guess if you're the weakest member of the family from a, from a physical standpoint, I would say, and I don't know you, I would bet though that there are things that you probably are better at than other family members and have strengths that may be more of a weakness for them. You know, at the end of the day though, you got to be grateful that you're alive and you're healthy and you, if you want to be stronger, that is something that you can, with with good health, can improve upon. And if it's something that it, it, I don't think you should do it. If you, if it's not something you truly, you know, are passionate about, I think you should train in in, in for health and in longevity purposes and, and for mental purposes. Of how beneficial that is. But I would try not to compare yourself too much. Uh, to, to anyone for that matter. Um, and I don't know, it, it, you know, it is a mindset thing and it's how you approach it. And, you know, and again, if it's something that truly bothers you, uh, I think you should train and try to improve your strength and improve your confidence and your self-esteem. But at the end of the day, then realize even if you train and, and train and train and become stronger than other family members at the end of the day, does it really matter? I don't know. I don't probably not, you know, and, and what if they're stronger and then they start working out more than they get stronger again. Right. It's just, be happy with what you got. Always strive to be your best, be well-balanced and have a purpose of, of what you're doing. And, you know, if you want to get stronger, train to get a little stronger, but I don't, I wanted, uh, you know, and, and if you're in a family where you've got family members that are very like negative and talking, this is, I don't know, know anything about this, but they're, they're, they're talking trash to you and they're making you feel bad. Right. Then that's like, Hey, then eventually maybe you got to get out of that environment. Right. And, and not deal with that kind of stuff. Cause it, it's just wasted time and energy at the end of the day. And I don't know if that's the case or not, but if it's something that truly bothers you, I would, I would work to improve your strength. And, and you might find that as you get stronger in that gap lessens between you and other family members, that it's not such a big deal to you. Nolan Bennett back with the super chat. Nolan Bennett coming with a $99 and 99 cent super chat. This might be the all time record for super chats. Thank you very much, Nolan. Going straight to the Asian spa with this. Uh, cardio and weightlifting since January, five days a week, has been the routine for the past year. Started at the 12 to 15 rep range, and now I've dropped to 9 to 12 for heavier weight as I would like to increase strength. Most of my knowledge is based in football workouts and YouTube. So, okay, you're doing a fantastic job. Let me just tell you that, first of all. That's another great – the fact that you're using YouTube is such a beneficial tool to people to learn, and you can you can – this is something I even in the my program advise. If you don't know something, you could you could YouTube the workout, the exercise, and and get most. See, I always advise to watch at least two or three different people uh, when they're explaining an exercise, so that you can make sure that if they're they're doing it right. Whereas you don't know what kind of video you might land on the wrong one, and someone giving bad advice with that. But, but typically, the ones that are getting the views, and you could tell if you and look at the comments and see. Uh, but I'd always watch at least a couple people whenever doing the, the exercises on that. Um, but you, 
you seem to be doing everything right that I could see. The You can increase, too. Again, it's training to failure. And, and I talk about that in the Feed Me More Maximum Size and Strength program. Four to six rep range is is very efficient at training to failure. And, and I know this from personal experience. And when I was younger and using it, I put on the most muscle the quickest. And my strength goes up significantly when I train in that four to six rep range. And by that, a weight that I can't do more than six times, but I can at least do four times. And once I'm doing that rep in, in, in those, those reps and I'm hitting that six reps pretty good where I know I can go, I then move up the weight just a little bit to then where I might fall in the four to five rep range. And I'll keep it at that until my strength builds back up to the six and move up and doing that con continuously um, things. Uh, but you could do that in the nine. You could do that with any rep range. Four to six is the minimum that you want to be going in. And then once you go under that, it is more primarily, when, especially the one to two rep ranges, even three, then you're going, you're working more towards like more power lifting for really just increasing strength, but you're not quite tapping into muscle failure. Uh, in form two could be become an issue too when you're going so heavy with that. Uh, and the four to six rep range is always with good form on that as well. And when you do that, it it works wonders. But you could do that. It's it's just harder to stay focused sometimes at the higher rep range. But I'm a big fan of, of mixing it up specifically for your sport too, or what you're doing because endurance training and, and being the muscles uh, training under a higher rep range is also very beneficial for endurance and muscular endurance as well. But for what you're trying to do right now, I think throw in some, you throw in, you don't have to do the whole workout, throw in a few sets of workout of that four to six rep range. And that you'll see in the venue, you might start throwing in, throwing in even more is what I would do. <clears throat> Uh, Ryback will get wrecked by Gunther. Thank you uh, for that insight. I like Gunther. I, I like what I've seen of Gunther right now. Nolan Bennett, thank you once again, buddy. This is my second rodeo. Lost 100 pounds five years ago. Uh, the dumbest way. Starved myself and worked out twice a day. Doing it sustainably now. Uh, calories around 2,000 to 2,250 now trying to build the best me, man. Respect your knowledge and humor. Enjoy the massage, big guy. You've now, Nolan, thank you again for the $49.99 uh, super chat. You've now paid for my massage and tip. Uh, and <laughs> no, thank you. Um, so what you've done, and so Nolan, I'll tell you, uh, you are the type of person, though, you, you have a stronger mindset than most people. And, uh, and I like that. It's just you You also, though, have fallen off, right? And you can, you, you like, can go hard. You have everything to do to, like, you can do it. You've done it. And it's good to know that you can do that. And that's what I tell people. I tell, like, I'm the same. Like, if I, if somebody gave me a 500-pound body, I would have that 500-pound body in shape. I would do everything I could. And, I, and I, would, I would make sure I would, if I had to do multiple workouts a day based off my energy levels, like, I would get that weight down in as healthy and fast as a way as possible uh, of doing everything that I know, right, to get in shape with that. But in, you, you're like a go. There's people that can just go and they dive in, and, but they burn out. And two, and like that's why doing it the correct way is is very very important with that. But consistency, and it's why you got to look at it is it is being consistent more often than not, and that is where the success comes. You know, I see people. And, and they, they say in like, 
you do the, the you post like uh, like the stuff and like your routine and what you do and it's like the same and there, there are aspects of it that are the same and that's the key to success because it works with that and it's doing it consistently and i can tell the people that don't understand that so for you it's just getting a program now and looking at it and stick to it do it keep going hey you fall off you have a couple bad days okay you're back on that's once you do that you're in shape and you're in for the rest of your life with that and it's just getting into that pattern of knowing that hey just because you fall off or get burned out with that that doesn't mean you give up and go back the other way and a lot, oftentimes people that struggle with weight loss and in in the yo-yo significantly and i have family members that have done this and i saw that at a young age which is what fueled my passion for fitness health and fitness even more is like oh i don't want to be like that and i could see how miserable and unhappy they are and that is so unhealthy so I, that's one of the reasons i am the way that i am from from having family members and being exposed to that at a young age and seeing that but and i i had where you 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 go all in and you you lose the weight and then all of a sudden something happens and you go all the way and you gain it back plus some and then like that it's a horrible way to live and it's so so unhealthy and you got to realize that you know the older you get to the harder it gets to keep getting back to get that back and you got to understand the stress it puts on your heart and, and just and in, in, in blood pressure and cholesterol and you want to just be as healthy as possible and and find that balance where you that's where i talk about like i do my cheat meal every week on ryback tv have some balance in your life put the things in that, that give you some enjoyment right so you have something to look forward to don't cut all the good stuff of life out with that just keep it figured in in in, in little pieces and in and, and string together more good days than bad days with that and you will you will have lifelong success with your health and fitness doing that if you can adhere to that and uh just just keep going and again like i said if you burn out adjust with it you know if you if you think you're in the gym too long man you know i, and I i'm very motivated and i can do huge workouts with things and you know but hey you know if you're doing 20 set workouts i do 20 set workouts sometimes a little more with that sometimes 24 25 depending on the body part on top of my hard conditioning and but you know sometimes i've had days where i'm like man and specifically with my shoulder where i'm like it's not today's not the day but I'll, you know what i'll go do i'll go do go do cardio and do the sauna i'll go do something where and, and you know if by chance it's just not feeling at all you know what i'm just taking today off i don't feel it i wake up the next day more motivated than ever with that and it's like but it's not like man oh i missed a workout yesterday i'm gonna miss a workout today i'm gonna miss a workout you know you've got to you've got to whatever that happens you got to be able to get back on the on the saddle and on the horse and and, and keep going man and and not and, and nip it in the butt before it gets out of hand the other way and consistency is your best friend i think the rest of the way Ryback versus Wardlow, would you consider it? Absolutely, at the right point in time and once all this legal stuff is all over with. And um, well, it's just a matter of we're going to wait and see. I'm not, not worried about anything other than than finishing this legal stuff and continuing to grow my, my branded business uh, and getting my social media freed up. Uh, and out of the whatever's going on with WWE and their partnerships with these companies and um, and moving forward.
and being healthy and happy. Uh, but yeah, you know, I would like to see Wardlow. I wish they would do, man. I would like to see Wardlow on on Dynamite every week, beating beating people in in names. I, I think you could really get him, move him up. You know, I would like to see Big Show come back for a Wardlow program. You guys got you can never underestimate. You know, me getting to work with Big Show and in, in in Big Show and getting to shell shock him and and and, and Kane and Great Kali and Mark Henry, those guys helps it gets you over when you are able to show your strength off against larger than life opponents. You know, and I don't know if Wardlow can power bomb Big Show or Big Show would even let Wardlow attempt. You know, I don't Big Show is it's such a hard move. I don't I don't think anyone I don't know. I don't even know if it's possible, but it would be, you know, maybe there's another move he can do and get Big Show, his old finisher that he did, which was like the version of the F5, right? Something, because if you could, it would really help get Wardlow even over more. I would love to see a program with Big Show come in and, and, and try to bully him and have him fight from underneath. And I think that could really, really help get Wardlow even more over. But because there's only, you need to, you got to beat names to become a bigger name, and especially it's that's just something I've noticed. I would like to see him on on Dynamite every week because he got his most over when he was on Dynamite every week, and um, I'm just and that's that counts for for the group of people that are all under big contracts, the other people that aren't being featured on TV every week. You got to get them on TV every week, in my opinion. Nolan Bennett, thank you again, buddy, for the super chat. I greatly appreciate it. Greatly appreciate your wisdom and warm sentiments. Uh, which supplements would you suggest from your company that I should be taking in my position? Have a great weekend, and thank you for your time, consistency, and determination. You got it, buddy. You literally, that is what it's going to be. You already know. You already know on that, and it's, uh, it, it, I, I always, I, I've said this quote. This was a Skip Sheffield quote uh, from WWE was Keanu Reeves uh, told a, a, a group of unfortunate uh, baseball players uh, when they were growing up that the most important thing in life is showing up. And, uh, and that was Skip Sheffield's favorite quote, because if you show up, you give yourself a chance with that. You don't show up, you stand no chance. So show up more often than not showing up and, uh, and things are going to be all right. As far as products, I mean, again, it depends on budget. And, and what you're looking to do. I do think with the weight loss and, and also in, in being a male, and I don't know your age, but I do think if you could take uh, the shell shock uh, weight management formula and the big guy male performance formula, which will help raise your natural, safely raise your natural testosterone uh, as well as your libido on that, but it will safely raise your natural testosterone and it will help you can help you build more muscle. You're going to feel a lot better uh, with that. I, those two products and they sell, those are two of our best sellers on that with that. And you can read the reviews on the website and on Amazon with that. They, the products work though. And I always tell people, don't take the supplements. If you're not working out, you're doing the things you need to be doing now where the supplements can be very beneficial. And I have people, and I've seen this and get emails from people like with the shell shock weight management formula. I've legitimately had people message me and say they've lost 10 to 15 pounds in a matter of weeks. By adding in, and I know because this is the stuff that I've taken that been making 
when I, since I was in my 20s and, and, and figured out on how to do stuff without the drugs to be in as the best shape possible, but as healthy as possible as well. And the supplements work if you work. So if those are two that if you could do, and if you don't want to do the, the, the testosterone booster, you don't want to, you're like, you know what, I don't want to, you do that. That, the, the shell shock weight management formula, the 10 count creatine can help with strength as well as fantastic for strength. Uh, and the ISO hungry protein, the plant powered vanilla mocha protein is, is been getting rave reviews from people. And it is my favorite one we've come out with on that. And it mixes like whey and it has all the amino acids with that. So those are something I would check out on that, but all the products, like everything works. It's just more of what your budget is and, and what you're what you're trying to do, you know, overall. But I think for what you want with, with losing body fat and gaining muscle and, and getting stronger, the ones I mentioned would be the best bet. Let's see here. Moving on to the. Someone says, how's your brother Skip doing? Yeah, I know Skip and Mark for life. The, my, 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 the three of us, they're, they're doing well. Uh, Mark is Mark for Mark's been gone for some time. Yeah. That's why you haven't seen him on the channel. Um, he's a, a massive uh, cocaine addict and uh, he goes off the rails every year. He does this. He'll be back for the holidays though. And I'm sure he'll be making an appearance here on Ryback TV. Skips well. He's in College Station, at College Station out there, just living his best life. He's he's got a family and kids, and he's out on the ranch out there. And uh, he he Skip doesn't talk to me as much. Once I went plant based, he's he's uh, he's of the mindset that if you don't eat steer, you're queer. And he's just you know he's a little more. He's all about the beef with that. So I uh, me and Skip haven't haven't talked as much. As I would like. I actually got, it's funny, I got a, a news or a, a publication reached out. This is no joke, by the way. A publication reached out uh, and wanted to interview me uh, from my time uh, as an Aggie. They, they thought that I, I, I've gone and graduated from College Station, Texas. College Station, Station Texas. And uh, I still have the email. I've not responded. Part of me wants to respond and go do the interview. Um because this person thinks that I, I've never even been to College Station, Texas, by the way. Never even stepped foot there. But Skip Sheffield is. But he thinks I'm Skip Sheffield. And um, it blew me away that I that somebody, it was a long email. It was a long email. And um, I may just do the interview just to, to, to entertain myself. Yeah, the supplements are vegan friendly, and we just buy that. They're vegan capsules. We don't use any animal products in our formulas, and it's that's just something. Like I think sometimes people hear like, "Oh, they're vegan friendly." Like it, it just means that like we use we use a, a plant based capsule on that, and none of the powders or anything have any animal products in them with that. And, and like it, it's just sometimes people will hear that and like, "Oh, I'm not a vegan. I can't take the supplements." No. You can take the supplements. They're just marketed so that we, as a business owner, I want everyone to be able to use my supplements, not just some people with that. Does that make sense?
listen to our band. I'll check that out. Thank you. Somebody says, please put that Skip Sheffield interview on YouTube. Yeah, I, I definitely think that's something if I do that, I have to record it. I was thinking of doing the interview as Skip Sheffield. But I, I, I'm honestly, I'm blown away that the person reached out. Like, I, I read the email a few times and I laughed just as hard every single time. That in 2022, I get an email to do an interview that that I, to grab from what was it like being an Aggie and graduating from College Station. I, I, I just the fact that that interviewer, like, I'm just thinking, like, I don't, I, I don't, I was like, man. I felt bad for the person, quite frankly, but I, you know, maybe I'll do it. Uh, somebody says your Billy says your view count makes no sense. Definitely being suppressed. Yeah, it's uh, and it's across the plat all the plat platforms, and it's gone on since 2016. I've said it again, and I've I've posted the 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 documents for people to see. That WWE sent over two forms for me to sign over in 2016 when I walked out of WWE. They sent over two forms for me to sign over all my social media accounts. At that time, my accounts were my Snapchat, my Instagram and Facebook, and my Twitter account. And so they wanted all of those. I hadn't created YouTube yet or the other ones, but they have they they have grabbed a hold of all of them here now. And they uh, they wanted feed me more my feed me more nutrition. They wanted feedmemore.com. They didn't want they wanted the the rights to my podcast at the time conversation with the big guy. And they sent over an NDA form. And as you all are aware, they are notorious for sending out NDAs. Um, and and where I would not be able to even talk about that if I would have signed over all that stuff. I would have had to go make all new accounts. I would have lost my business. I would have lost my podcast. I would have to do everything under whatever with all brand new, that stuff that under my all personal accounts that they wanted. And when I did not sign those over or sign that NDA, they had me restricted on every social media platform that I was on and then continued to go on over time. And there's nothing you, I think you guys all know, if you look at these, these social media companies and you've seen what's gone on on the political end of things, I think we all, if you have any common sense, you could see that how corrupt things are and what is going on and how Mark Zuckerberg has even come out and admitted that they can restrict content. Like they, they, this is all stuff I've been saying, but a lot of people didn't know. They're like, why would they, they because they are partners with this multi-billion dollar company and there's major money transferring hands with this and they work together and they do this, not just with WWE, but all other different companies and for different people that they want to try to silence. And the best way they would be restricting someone is the that that is the best way to try to get them to disappear because it's demoralizing and most people will give up and quit. It's all being done. It's mental warfare is what they're doing. This is WWE is known for this. They are trying to mentally fatigue me or they tried to mentally fatigue me to try to get me to just to quit everything, to just disappear, to become so sad and depressed and become a drug addict like the majority of others become an alcoholic and then need them so badly where I have to call them and go, Paul, Paul, I'm a defeated man. I need your rehab and drug, your rehab program. I have just completely lost everything. I've lost all hope. I need you guys to save me. They thrive on that because why? They then have somebody that will be loyal to them forever that they will pay very little. 
too. And they saved them, even though they're the ones that have caused the problems. Not going to happen with the goddamn motherfucking big guy. I can promise you that. I'll lose fucking everything. I'll go down to the fucking wire. I am in this to the motherfucking end, and I'm going to win. I fucking promise you. And so, but that is the game and what they've done and that restriction because perception is reality. This is something they are notorious for saying. They want they want me to feel demoralized like nobody cares. But guess what? TikTok, I'm the most followed pro wrestler behind the rock. The most electrifying man in sports and entertainment behind him is the most polarizing figure in sports entertainment, the big guy Ryback. They couldn't somehow, even though there's stuff going on there, they, China and WWE and whatever the relationship, they have not been able to completely shut me down there where they have on all the other platforms. And that's why I post the Twitter stuff. And, uh, and I share this stuff because this is all, this is all going to become out the moment. That's why I'm so motivated to get my health back to win this legal stuff, whether they settle or not, because I'm going to get back at some point in time and I'm going to get on the right shows. I'm going to talk about this stuff publicly on the right platforms. And it, all this information has been put out there and they're going to, people are going to be able to go back and I'm going to meet these heads of these social media companies. I am going to meet them face to face. I promise you. And it is, I am not going to, I am so motivated for this. I will fight this to the day that I'm gone on it because what has happened to me, I, I wish happened to nobody with that, but they just picked the wrong person. Like I said, I look at this as an opportunity to prove my hungry mindset, to show you people all the stuff that I've overcome, not just, the 19 stem cells in, in, in avoiding a five disc fusion and shoulder replacement and getting my health back, but all this other game, the BS and garbage along the way, right? Just to get back. So, and it, it is, it is, it has not been easy, but I just go one day at a time and I know I'll create content. I don't care if a hundred people see it. I don't care if millions of people see it. I want to be seen by millions of people, but I'm not going to stop because I have a business and I have, I have, Live video paused. Oh, I apologize on the Facebook. The Facebook has uh, stopped my my live stream. Because real chatty Kathy, what is it? Only an hour it hasn't been that long. Instagram, I guess, has you on a on a one hour time limit for the for the lives on that. But I'm not going to stop, man. And I, I'm, I'm got it's just it's uh, it it really is unfortunate though that these people conduct business like this. And, and I, I will, it, it's going to all be exposed at some point in time. Uh, Ryback, I think steroids should be legalized. And do you think steroids ever going to be legalized in the U S no, I don't think they should be. I think they should be, I think they should be uh, banned outside of for medicinal purposes for TRT, HRT. Uh, and outside of that, they have no business. It is cheating. And it is, it is bad for your health. You will die young. There, there are no benefits to it from a health standpoint outside of medicinal purposes from that stuff. Uh, and it just simply, it, it creates an unbalanced playing field uh, with people who will sacrifice their health uh, to try to get attention or fame uh, or whatever it is, or an advantage, a physical advantage with things. And I'm not a fan of it. I'm all for drug testing. I wish AEW had strict drug testing. It's the one thing I've said from day one. And it's actually, I'm shocked that Punk did not speak up and, and was more adamant about that, uh, being in, the, in that company. Uh, that is something I want them to, to implement personally. And like, I, I, it's, you know, and WWE has theirs and I would like it to be even stricter uh, to stop people because I know there's people that are using things that are falling outside of 
of the testing. And like, I think it needs to be stricter and I will, I will stick to that till the day. Like I, I am special and I want to be special and I don't want people to be able to cheat to try to be special. Billy said, Bob says, I 100% guarantee they probably expected you to give in eventually uh, the people suppressing you. Oh, no doubt. And I, I've said, that's why they know, they no doubt. And they've, they've reached, I'm telling you, and they, they've cut off my income of all my social media of what we were making on things. And it, they're trying to, that's why they're delaying the, the settlement or the, the, the Ryback trademark. They've delayed this as much as possible so that I have to keep spending money. They keep suppressing my money. on The thing is, I've got my business. That's been the saving grace of this and, and my savings and the things that I've put in investments and stocks and in gold and silver and everything else and, and diversifying greatly with that. Right. And, and having plans. I have backup plan A, backup plan B, C, D, E. Like I've got stuff all figured out with this, how this rides out with that. And I'm not stopping with that. And that's what, like, I'm the type of guy, man, I will go, I will literally, I've set my mind. I will not give in. I, you're not going to, and it's it, it cementally break you. It's, it's, this is the, this is Vince's 48 laws of power. This is the stuff I'm well aware of that I've read and I know how they operate. And I just, I look at it, I go, it has just simply allowed me a chance to prove my mindset. And all of this is going to become invaluable over time. And that's it. There's going to be people that believe the lies that want to say this, that think I'm crazy or this and that. And I'm just like, think what you want. Those that know, know, and the truth is going to win, even if it takes time. And uh, we'll see, we'll see if they, you know, they want to repair the relationship and they're going to, they got to, they got to, they got to do the things that they need to do to that. And Hey, we can let bygones be bygones, right the wrongs of the past, and then we can move forward. But until that point, I'm not stopping until I either win or they agree to my settlement. My terms on their settlement. But, you know, I've got I've got my family and it's it's put my life on hold in different ways uh, on things. And I think people. And you got to understand the the it could cause stress. I'm just I, I think I'm really good with handling a lot of this stuff and and knowing things that when I do become upset, like I know the things that I need to do from all the different books and audio books and the different things and experience in life. And okay, let's focus on something else while this is going on because the social media stuff, you know, it could you look at look at my Twitter. That it makes no sense. You can't. I tell, I tell people, how would I have been able to get my following if I have I have the engagement that I have? I never would have got that following. And my engagement, if you go back and look at the past years of what it used to be, and it's this massive drop-off, I go, you can see it. And it was this massive drop-off when I was still just off of TV, you go, wait a second, that doesn't, that doesn't seem right. So... Did I ever get to wrestle Rob Van Dam during your WWE? I love Rob Van Dam. And he, I got to work him multiple times. And uh, he is such a good guy, man. He is so fun to wrestle. He's over as can be. I wrestled him as a heel uh, the times that we worked where he was the baby face. Super over uh, and, and so easy to work with. You, you got to get your hands up on those kicks. And he got me. I talked about it. He got me with a kick on Raw where I, I actually dropped the F-bomb on raw because it, it i think it's the closest i've ever been in my entire life to being rocked whereas like i 
and I'm a big believer in the neck machine and I've never had any concussions or anything, but he got me with a kick and it, it was, it, 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 it got me. <laughs> we kept going, didn't miss anything, but I was like, I, I, and I wasn't even mad at Rob. I was mad that I felt the kick that like, I was like, damn it. <laughs> so, uh, and you've heard that from other people too, but I, he's, he's, I love him. I love that. I love that kind of stuff. And, uh, I love his style. He, he's, and I wish we could have done a program together and had a good story involved, but we just had matchups and that, that though was a lot of fun. And he's, um, he's just a good dude, man. Good, good dude. Billy Bob says, don't give them another extension, man. Yeah, we're not, they're not trying to give them, they're, but like they're, they're trying to delay the, the USPTO. I don't know. They haven't gotten back to them yet. And the deposition is this week now, which they had to give the information. So their WWE attorney is going to have to fly out here probably uh, early this week, uh, probably Tuesday uh, for the deposition. And, uh, but they did this last time, their, their WWE attorney messaged two days before the last deposition two months ago. And then that's when they said that the new leadership wants to, to amicably settle this and, and we're ready to settle this. Uh, we're asking for a 30 day extension, but if you go through with this deposition, uh, that could greatly hurt the chances of, of resolving this in, uh, amicably. And I even, I go, you know what? I think it's pretty shady that they put that in there, that if I, I continued, if I would have done that deposition, they don't want this deposition to go down because they're next. They don't have anything, like they don't have anything here. So they, it's that, their stuff, and then we go to decision. They're trying to delay this going to decision because they know they're going to lose. And what they're like, I don't know if they're thinking like, I'm going to like run out of money or something before we go to decision. I don't know. Like I'm good for a long time. Like I'm like, What? Like, but it, it, the longer it goes, the longer I stay suppressed, they just know it's, it's a, it's like I said, it's a mental, it's mental, uh, fatigue. It's, it's just, it's, it's mental warfare to try to mentally fatigue me on things. And, and it's just, it's not working and it hasn't worked and it won't work. And so that's where I go. Nope. I told my attorney, I go, we, we're this deposition. We're getting it set. We go. If they, if the USPTO grants them their two week extension for their, their attorney, which is probably a lie, he's probably not even getting married. They're just looking for anything they can to try to get extensions. So hopefully the USPTO doesn't give that to them because they've had all this time already. And then, and that we can get this over with, but what I, and I anticipate is, is it's either prior to decision, the settlement will be uh, agreed upon in some way, shape or form, or they're going to risk losing everything on that in which they know, they know they're going to lose. That's why they reached it to settle with that. But I think they were expecting like me to like, want to go back so badly that I'd go back for free. And I'm, I'm not going back for free. Are you out of your goddamn mind after everything you've done and cost me on top of the stuff there, it cost me that I've talked about numerous times. No, right. The wrongs of the past. And then we could talk about something with that. And you want the past rights to the name and all that you got it. You got it right. The wrongs of the past. If not, I take it all done. And that's that. So we'll see. Uh, any chance of you appearing on the Rene Dupree podcast, whenever he mentions you, he always says good things about you and it'd be a super interesting watch. Yeah. I like Renee, and I don't, 
I haven't seen him or talked to him in a long time. I'm not doing any interviews or any things. And I, I also too, like, and that's what like disco and them, the keeping it 100, like told them, I'm not doing anything here until this is all over with, with it. Um, and I've, I've told my story enough and I, I don't want to go on like my show. And this is overwhelmingly, I'd like to think if my stuff is positive outside and I speak the truth on the stuff that has happened and what's going on and what they've done. I'm, I'm just not like, I, I've got all my own stuff in my business. It, it gets repetitive and I don't want to go on a thing and, and just have another conversation that I've had a million times. And uh, I'm just waiting for everything to be over. I want everything to be done and I want to go and I want to have positive conversations, you know, about what I'm doing and the focus to be on, on my brand and business. And, and once I'm back in whatever I'm doing in wrestling capacity, with that, whatever program I'm involved in, I want that to be the focus, not this past stuff that I'm dealing with and have to live with on a daily basis, right? We're going to shell shock uh, this guy out of here, even just spamming, no spamming the chat. Meat hook, shell shock, actually picked up your carcass, double meat hook for being annoying on that spam. Thank you very much for saying my promo on the top of the ambulance uh, was epic. That was, brother, that was about as on the fly as on the fly could get. I've, ta- I've told that story on here multiple times. But uh, WWE changed Vince. They, they wrote that promo. I got the promo super late in the day. Pages of the promo. It was like, I think it was like three pages of a promo. And... Uh, it was a long one and I, I start memorizing the different parts that I need to know and, and that I can keep the flow going in my own language, but knowing the bullet points of what we need to address. And uh, they called me into Vince's office with Vince and, and two of the writers, Ed, I think it was, was it Ed and Ed and Dave and uh Ed, as Ed Kosky and Dave Kapoor, I believe, which I got along with those guys great. They changed the promo completely in the office, hand me pages more of a promo, literally get this promo and get rushed to the ambulance. So I'm like getting, they're escorting me to the ambulance. I got to get in the back of this dark ambulance. I have my phone. I turn my, my flashlight on my phone. I'm looking at this. I hear the raw music. I hear the sirens going. The ambulance starts moving. I have to, we already rehearsed like climbing up onto the thing. And I go, well, I'm going to have to wing this one, which no doubt was done on purpose to probably see how I would handle going out there. Right? And I just said what I felt I needed to say as a heel and hit the points. I knew the main points that I needed to make on that. And I knew that I needed to do a certain amount of time. And it was, it was, uh, and Vince loved it. Vince loved the promo. That was, it was all, all good feedback. It's from, it's from everything that I know. And, uh, with that, and I, it was, a, it was probably one of the most fun moments I had in pro wrestling because it wasn't, it, I didn't have to read the script. I, I had no chance to read the script. It was, it was, uh, it was just, I had to go out and do it. It was, it was, it was sink or swim. And I'm going to be, can you imagine if I would have bombed that standing on top of an ambulance and like just trying to search for things to say and like that, that could have been done to, to have me bomb. And I, I didn't, I'd like to think I hit a home run on that, 
with that. And uh, but that was you talk about an invigorating moment. That was that was a lot of fun for me. Just the the rush, the adrenaline rush of holy shit, this is going to be crazy. So. Thank you very much. I think you uh, did uh, best as a baby face. You seem to really feed off the crowd energy. 100%. I agree with you. I thrive. That's what I talked about. My entrance to enter the Ryback entrance was all energy based of collecting the energy in the arena and injecting the, the energy into my body. And that's what made Ryback Ryback and that connection with the fans. That was my explanation when Vince asked, and that that's why I did that entrance. That was my mindset of creating that entrance with that. So, um, I agree with you, and I, I I enjoy being a baby face more. I think it's truer to my real personality. But I think also, though, I'm like real life. I think I'm a very nice guy, but I don't put up with any BS with that. With and I, I think that is I think that is the best type of character for me to play because it's truest. It, it's the it's the closest to my real personality on that. But I always love being a baby face, and that I love the the psychology of being a baby face. And listening, and I learned a lot from Cena on this, and I talk about it, and on how to listen to the crowd and, and use that into your to your advantage uh, in a match, and how to 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 not have to plan everything off of that because you could use their reactions when when you don't know when they're ever going to be, and in using that, and that's one of the things like crowds. If you like, you, if if you're a babyface, um, and the crowd is starting to really get behind you, but you're in the heat. And you don't, it's not your time to come back yet. You've got to know enough to reward that crowd chanting for you and give them a hope spot that you got to, you got to fight back just enough. You got to give them something to know that those cheers, you can hear those cheers and you feed off them and it gives you the strength that you need, but then you take it away and then they come back and you take it away. And the longer that goes, that you can do that and keep their interest that when finally you overcome that and their cheers are finally giving you enough energy to come back. They are now a part of that match. And it's not what you do. It's they are a part of that action now. And it's that you can do a punch can get more of a reaction than 20 flips when you do that correctly. And those that know, though, those that know, know that. And those that don't never will. And I'm very blessed that I learned that and had uh, a great education on that um, from, from Cena, who, who it was, there was probably no one better at that than him. Ever been to the Heart House in Calgary, the Dungeon? Fan from Calgary, Canada here. No, man, I haven't. I, you know, I tell you, that would have been, it would be cool to go see that. I'm a big fan. Bret Hart was one of my favorites growing up. And, you know, that's what, too, like, I have my my gym here and, like, my house. I have all this stuff. And, like, I, I spend, like, so much of my time and my energy and my hard conditioning. And and I always think about it. I go, man, those, those guys that had the Dungeon, that training center, they, they'd lift and they'd work out. Man. Just legends were created there, right? And uh, I wish we had like the the, the cameras and, and the footage of all the stuff. Not obviously, we they probably wouldn't want everything, but like I wish we had more footage of that from them to live on with that because it's so historic and, and legendary. And but you know, a big part of the success out of that was the the conditioning that they got. And that's why I'm a big believer that conditioning creates confidence and conditioning is the key to success in, in so many areas of life.
Uh, so he says, uh, would it be possible to, for CM Punk to stop you from going to AEW? Uh, if the possibility arose, I could imagine him uh, phone it, phoning it in. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't even know what the situation is going to be with him remaining in that company. With that, I think enough people now know the things where things stand as far as like how he is. And I, you can only BS people for so long. And sometimes it's that Bill Cosby effect that when you play a character and, and you people, they think you're that character. And sometimes the, the character that you play couldn't be any further from the truth. And I think people finally figured it out. And I knew it all along from what everything that I saw and how he acted and the lies that he told and whatnot. And that's why I've never swayed or backed down because I know the truth on it. And and I think finally the karma got delivered that, that he, that had been building for a long, long time with things. And um, that's not to say, you know, my, I'm not worried about that right now. I know enough people and I'm confident enough in me and my personality and, and who I am as a human being that if once all this stuff is done and the, the time is right and, and the, the ideas that I have in my head that I, I would like to do, the role that I would like to come back and play, the piece of business or pieces of business that I would like to get done, you know, would have nothing to do with him. And, and there would be, he would, if so, say he is back in any way, shape or form, he would not be in any way, shape or form able to affect my business or my contracts on that. And I, I'm confident enough with the people that I know and the people that know me that have spoken highly of me, that know me, that knew from my time. And there's been, there's enough of them that I could get the, the meeting that I need to get. And, and any concerns I think will, can be easily uh, addressed because the, the, anything that, whatever anyone might think, or it's not true. And so I think once they, they actually meet and they go, yeah, I don't think that's true. In that, and in the business that I would conduct, and they would see that it's not true. So I'm not worried, and, and it would be it would be foolish of me to, to to try to to get anxious or to be, you know, to think that that is is something that could happen. Uh, and like I said, I know enough people where I think I I, I I there's there's a workaround on that. And like I said, he would have nothing to do with any of my business. We're not going to be we're not going to be doing anything together, right? On that. And so, and I don't, and my thing is, I don't think unless a miracle happens with everything, with what's happened with them, unless that is the greatest work of all time. And they just did something on the spur of the moment after he got injured, because that's real, right? Then he's had surgery. Um, but I don't think so based off what I saw and how he acts and what I, how I've seen him act. He had a meltdown that I've seen him have behind the scenes. He had on on camera and uh unless it was his greatest work of, of all time on um, that to, to create drama but why would you do that and take all the people off tv and i think we all know they like, no i don't think that's what happened um i just don't see i think i think tony would be i don't think it would be wise to take punk side over those other guys side i don't think that would be a good i don't think it'd be a good look or a good decision off of everything and, and not to say that that can't happen, but I, I, I don't see unless punk gets completely humbled again and, and, and apologizes and they're able to work that out behind the scenes. Uh, 
I, I don't see that being the case, though, and I, I would say he's probably his time will probably be done. Uh, yeah, Mark, great question here. This is something I've dealt with uh, a lot. Uh, Mark says, professional wrestling is full of inaccurate reporting and gossip, more so than other forms of sports of sport or entertainment. Why is it more prevalent prevalent in in wrestling? You're 100 uh, accurate and spot on. And what is 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 it's the people like like the Meltzers and that the other guy, the Alvarez, and they figured out a way. And they did this. They were doing this to the guys well before there was social media in the 80s and 90s and, and whatever whatever time period he started with that and. and uh, that there was money in reporting negativity or drama and that that people it, people would subscribe to whatever he had the newsletter and the different things and the phone things and the the, the rumors that that if you report just truth and facts that 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 doesn't make as much money as reporting lies and drama and so and, and that's why i always say the people that go into that are the lowest form tier of human beings in my opinion in the world because they are okay hold on one second we're gonna go ahead and do another shell shock they are okay creating hate and negativity for other people for their profit and that is the big issue and in that they report some facts on numbers they'll report a fact on other stuff that stuff that may be going on but they always create as much drama and they can they create hate for people that they don't particularly like they'll create lies around those people that because they don't like them for they don't like them as a wrestler or whatever. So people have copied that format in wrestling in this day and age in social media. And you've got all these sites and all these people who call themselves fans. I don't think they're fans. I think they're 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 like critics or they're haters. And they just they're doing they're doing whatever they can to make money for themselves at other people's expense. And that is what I, I don't agree with that that form of reporting and that form of entertainment in that. And, and Jim Cornette does it and calls people names and hate and creates right in very very hateful negative manner and that but what do people do people tune into that but you're doing it, it you're creating a lot of negative energy a lot of negative karma doing that with that and it, it's a very risky way to live life but it, it's just there's not it in wrestling it's just so much more than in other things. It happens, and I think because in wrestling, the lines are blurred so much because of the characters people are playing, and people want to believe so much stuff is real, right? With it, that, like, that if, if you, you could report this stuff and people don't want to, don't, don't want to like you, that, like, it makes it easier for them to believe whatever piece of news they're being fed, and um, it, it's just unfortunate, man. But that's where it, it's crazy, too. You see, like, People that aren't even involved in the wrestling business will get better listens and views than the people that have been in the business. Because the people typically that have been in the business, not all of them that do this, but they, they typically speak more honestly and about things that they know and are just, they're, they're a little more positive at times about the things. And then you've got other people that will just create, like they're just talking trash and this and that. And and, it, and people tune into it and it, it just creates drama and negativity and I just think the best thing that I try to tell people is try not to, to consume that content because it's not healthy on that. And it, it's like, that's why I started creating all the content that I did when I saw the lies that were put out. I go, 
I'm being suppressed. My word is I can barely, I got to just put out as much content as possible. And the people that follow me will know the truth or they'll at least be able to make it an intelligent decision on, on, on things as far as like, wait a second. I don't really think that is the case. I've seen enough of him and heard him talk about enough where I really don't think that that's, you know, and that's, and that was my motivation for creating massive content so people can get to know me and where it can kind of drown out some of those lies and, and the hate and negativity, but it's, uh, it is unfortunate, but you know, it, it exists in all, all sports and entertainment to a degree with it. But I think just pro wrestling, it, it's, it's definitely, it, it's such a higher rate and it's again, anyone can create any content nowadays and people too. You got somebody that creates a piece of hateful content or negative content or drama that's not even remotely true. What happens with it? That content gets recycled by all the other people. And then before you know it, you've got people and then the people that you've got the people that react to that content and then go to the person and react and type hateful, negative messages. Right. And that's where I just say that's why I just block, 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 shell shock. Just keep on going. I don't even want to engage with people of that mindset that are acting in that behavior. It's just wasted time and energy with it. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's I'm not going on, on on Twitter or social media to get criticism from people that don't know me and that don't that have never done anything that I've done with it. And, hey, I'll take criticism from the people that I like and respect or from people that I respect that are in the know of what I'm doing. Right. And that and that and that's what successful people do. Successful people don't take the criticism from you just drown them out. I don't know. I'm not on here for that. I'm I'm here. I'm on here to have a good time, spread love and positivity and laughter, and have a good time, man. Get that BS away from me. Not don't I'm not. I don't care what you think. And that's what too. You know, like Paige. Paige is back with AEW. You know, she's been off of TV now for a good period of time, and and been through a lot and with her neck and and that from a psychological aspect and, and thinking your career is done and it may still be done. I don't know exactly what the, if she's going to be GM or if they're kind of they're going to wait and see and where she's going to be uh, an active wrestler again with all that. And, and I trust that she'll make the best decision with her health possible with all of that uh, and what's right for her and, and for AEW. But, you know, I watched her, her segment the other night. I had no problem with anything. I don't watch and like, I, I thought she did a great job. Yeah. She's been off of TV for a long time. And I don't think a lot of people understand the, 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 it, there's the nerves that go into it, the performing and, if you're not doing that and you're being you're back in that position with a lot of other talent out there and having back and forth and there's a lot that goes into that stuff and you know she's brand new and you're around all new people you're not back at your old workplace you're back at a new workplace with all new different people for the most part with that and a different environment a different team right with that i thought she did great with it but you have people that oh she's this and that and yeah maybe she was rusty maybe she said she was rusty with that, but like you're getting people that are judging and criticizing you that have never done it, that don't understand, that don't know. And that's why I say she did a great job for being off of TV and coming back into that moment and, and getting put out there. She's only going to get better the more promos she does and the more confidence she builds of being out there. Uh, it, it's not easy to be gone and be out of that limelight and to then get thrusted back into that. Uh, it, it, there, there's a lot that goes into it now in, in preparation, and, and I don't know what went on. and you know, maybe the next one and she's going to really make sure she has everything covered and like where and like, but she, she'll do it because she's done it before and she's been highly successful at it with it. But like, 
I saw people like directing hate and just barely mean just comment. You're just like, why would you say that one to, to the person, but to a woman that you don't even know who's been through a lot and who, by the way, didn't do a bad job at all. Like, but it's just people want to be negative. They want to hate. They want to attack. They want to just lash out. And that's why I put out a tweet today. You know, you don't, hey, you you don't want to give, you, you don't have to respect everyone you don't want to, right? I think it's a good way, decent way of life of being respectful initially. And, and if they don't deserve it, then just, hey, I'm not going to spend my time or energy on this person. But to go out of your way to start off disrespecting somebody that you don't even know, I'm just like, you're the problem. Why do you you expect someone to want to be nice to you that you come at them with disrespect? That's your thing. And that's why there's fans and people that love wrestling and the rest of them are marks and haters that are like, they, they think they're fans. They're not. They're just haters of people. And if you watch, go to their, 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 their profiles. All they're doing is talking trash to people of all genres, all, all different sectors of life, all different areas from, from, from politicians to actors, to, to sports stars, to pro wrestlers. Go, you'll see. And that's what, like, I oftentimes I'll see when somebody is talking trash to another wrestler and I see, I go, I click and they're already blocked by me. And I go, this is what, this is how they live their life. Oh, you suck this and that, this boom, block, go on to the next one. And it's just a way for them to distract themselves, to take the focus away from their lives and hold themselves, their accountability and, 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 and responsibility for their lives. And it, it's a horrible way to live, but hey, that's their problem, not mine with that. And that's why block, block, shell shock. Figure it out on your own, make a new account, come apologize five years later. Hey, have it happen all the time. Cool. New start. Let's go. Do it again. Block, block, shell shock. Not going to waste my time. Hello, hello. Another shell shock. Uh, I heard a small clip of Benoit in the sumo uh, squats. Yeah, Benoit was really big on, on – I learned that in, from Deep South Wrestling with Bill DeMott and the Hindu squats. And I got to train with Benoit, and uh, we had to do like a 1,000 Hindu squats with him one time and uh, in Deep South Wrestling. I'll never forget that day. You want to talk about legs being fried and then having to do four hours, eight hours of training after that. Because I had a four-hour class, hour break, and do another four-hour class. <sighs> Intense. Um, but that, that is a way Hindu squats are very beneficial uh, for endurance. And the, 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 the psychology behind Hindu squats for wrestling is that it, you, don't, you never want your legs to get heavy or to get jelly-like and to fatigue. That so no matter how tired you get, as long as your legs never give up, where your, your legs are like given out from under you, one you 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 you'll be able to keep going, you'll be able to keep wrestling, and two you won't be dangerous to you or your opponent. And I'm a very big believer. And when I'm wrestling, I do I do every week I would do like more like wall squats, and I still do them to this day with all my conditioning and my stairmaster and all my jump rope and everything burpees. But do be able to bust out you know, a good amount of, of Hindu squats or wall squats. I'm a bigger fan of wall squats now for the form and uh, your legs will always be under you.
Billy Bob says, why does YouTube allow trolls to create new accounts? Yeah, I know. It's uh it is frustrating that they don't have a way, you know. I, I think you know, Instagram and Facebook, when you block someone, it blocks them from creating new accounts actually too and uh following you. I wish YouTube would implement that technology. It would uh it would it would be very beneficial. I wish Twitter would as well, because I could always tell that when by the way that someone types, I could say, Oh, they made another account. Hello, hello. Good to see all of you. Love from India. Thank you. We've got Scotland, India, a lot of different countries. Always, always visiting the Ryback show. Let's see here before we wrap up today's show. Seeing if we got a, I did not quit wrestling. I'm just simply finishing my legal stuff with WWE and winning my Ryback trademark and while uh, getting my shoulder to exactly where I need it to be uh, while this is remaining, and then it will be game on. British Columbia, Oklahoma, hello. Good to see all of you guys. Appreciate all the love and support over on TikTok, guys. We are approaching 3.4 million followers on there and uh, looking forward to continue to grow. Ryback TV, we, we, are, we are moving up very slowly. Continue to grow. You guys, please turn on... Uh, the notifications on and please subscribe if you have not subscribed on this channel though to get the notifications you have to make sure you click the bell to receive all notifications on this channel otherwise youtube will not notify you of all the videos so you got to turn all the notifications on for this channel to get the ryback show the feeding time or the ryback show clips with that and it is greatly greatly appreciated and also guys save 20 percent on my feed me more nutrition premium supplement line and all the ryback merch i'm wearing the always hungry shirt here you can save 20 percent with discount code ryback show 20 that's ryback show 20 on feedmemore.com you can also get a free bottle of our brain feed memory and focus support if you like alpha brain by on it you're going to love our feed me more nutrition brain feed absolutely free just select it as your free gift it will be added to your order you'll see that in your cart uh on your purchases on feedmemore.com with that guys we're going to go ahead and wrap up i got a lot i got to get done here this weekend always appreciate all your love and support uh and for joining me here on the ryback show tune in every saturday for a new edition of the ryback show and you'll get the ryback show clip clips throughout the week and a new feeding time each and every week of my my plant-based food reviews uh, in conversation uh, every Monday, typically around 9 a.m. Pacific time for here on Ryback TV for the feeding time videos. All right, guys, let's have a great weekend. Be safe, stay strong, stay healthy. And until next time, my friends, stay hungry. Feed me more.